and welcome back to Unqualified Sports Talk. We're back better than ever. I'm alongside my buddy Bryce. We are so excited to dive into this week's sports picks, and here we are. Here we are. It's time, baby. It's time for the biggest week of the whole year, bigger than any holiday, bigger than anything in our whole entire life. It's probably the biggest day of our whole life. Tonight, week one of the NFL starts with Thursday night, Bills versus Rams. We're not going to harbor much on this game just because when this comes out tomorrow morning, this game will be in the past, but obviously as a Bills fan, I don't have my Josh Allen jersey on right now because I just got back from a run, but you know as soon as this is over, I'm getting a shower, putting on my Josh Allen jersey, and just getting good energy all night. Yeah, it's football's back. We are all now going to be um, coaches of an imaginary team Yep. Um, that will most likely determine my mood mm-hmm. um, for the rest of the week um, for like the next... I mean, what is it like? It's like the next six months. Well, honestly, dude, this is where my fiscal calendar begins. <laughs> is tonight? I, I operate on football season and not football season. Yeah, it it is it's, it is football season is as much of a season as like spring, summer, fall, winter. Yeah, it is just yeah. it's its own thing. Yeah. So start of the fiscal year today. Congratulations, boy. And why I say fiscal year, because you know we're making money betting. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, we get we got millions of dollars to report. Cause we millions just... <laughs> millions. Yeah, no wonder we're in this, I don't know, I don't know how many bedrooms this house has. Yeah, no, a million. million at but, least. Yeah, no, it's, with, uh, with football being back, I mean, this is like, not, this is not a joke anymore. Like, this is, this is no drill, not preseason, not. Training camp, not yeah. hard knocks. Yeah, and that's. Hard Knocks finished up, um, and I think I did what a lot of people did, and you watch the first couple episodes because you're like, wow, football's back. And, and then, then stop watching. And then you're like, all right, you know, fo- real football's like almost around the corner, <laughs> so like I'm, I'm just kind of done with all this. Um, but yeah, no, we, we got the game tonight. We're going to be absolutely glued to the television for that. Um, but what what's like the game on Sunday when we have how many, we seven hours of commercial-free football? Um, Thank you. So, what what game are you most excited for for Week One? Week One, I'm gonna give it a throwback to Week 18 of the regular season last year, and I think we all remember that Raiders Chargers game. That if they would have tied, they would both made the playoffs, and the Steelers would have gotten booted out after Chase Claypool tweeted, "Feels good being in the playoffs" before that game even <laughs> happened. And there was literally two seconds left in the game. The Raiders kicked a field goal. To eliminate the Chargers, lock themselves in a playoff spot, and unfortunately, Steelers as well. Um, but no, I got that Raiders-Chargers game circled. I'm so excited to see how the Raiders are going to play this year. Adding Chandler Jones, Devontae Adams, and then... Um, yeah, the Chandler Jones-Max Crosby on the edge is going to be ridiculous. It's going to it's gonna line up well with the Nick Bosa, uh, Cleo Mack now for the Chargers. So that's going to be a war in the trenches right there. I think the Chargers have the advantage in that because the Raiders' offensive line is probably it's it's top bottom five in the league. I would say it's probably bottom five, but um, but who knows what that's going to look like? You just have to pick up people off the waiver wire. Um, so we'll see about that. But then I think in terms of receivers, Chargers have great receivers, but I think the Raiders edge them out there. Yeah, I mean. Hunter Renfro is so underrated. He is, and then you have the best yeah, receiver exactly. in football. You just in, you just improved with a receiver that not only was he so good, just in a in a vacuum, but he has chemistry with Derek Carr yep. being old teammates. So Fresno State, yeah, that connection could be deadly. If only, if only there's still a speed demon on that team. No pun intended. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah, I, that came out really wrong. <laughs> No, uh, and speaking of that, I, this this has minuscule uh, connection to football, but um, F F one has announced that they're going to do a Las Vegas race, and so I, I went and like saw the announcement for it on Bleacher Report, and all of it was Henry Ruggs was just preparing <laughs> for the track. He was, uh, but no, the Raiders Chargers. I got Raiders. I think they're like plus three and a half. Um, I won't bet on it. Yeah, it's but, just enjoying. Yeah, but I like the Raiders. I'm cheering for them. They're my team this year. I thought I had my Raiders shirt on. Uh, honorary Raiders fan went to their second game ever in their stadium. Yeah. So. Shout out AJ Cole. Shout out AJ Cole. He's gonna be the best punter in the league soon. Um, he already is. Yeah, but I mean, like, just 
household name. Yeah, kind of true. Um, but you? Yeah, I, I got the Packers Vikings. Um, I uh, full disclosure, I, I like for most of my life and continue. I am I cheer against the Packers. I I'm not a I don't love the Packers. Um, that being said, I think Aaron Rodgers plays some of the best football I've ever seen in my life. So it's kind of like a it's a weird um, a weird kind of thing going on there. But um, I think this Packers Vikings game could be a a ton of I think the storylines that will come from this game uh, are going to be crazy. Just with how Aaron Rodgers is going to do with this new kind of ragtag uh, receiving core. I mean, it's still Aaron Rodgers. Um, the line is pretty close. The Packers are favored. Um, I think I think they're like minus one twenty five money line. Minus one oh five now. No, it's moved. See, I when I checked earlier today. Yes, I mean it's it's going to be a tight game. And the Vikings, uh, they have a new head coach, which is supposed to be very offensive-minded. Um, it which, is 125. Yeah, is it now? Is that? It's So the new head coach thing, I don't know if that's going to make Kirk Cousins not Kirk Cousins. So it should be very interesting to see how that kind of plays with, you know, they still have the same cast. They still got J.J., they still got Adam Thielen, they still got Dalvin Cook. So... I'm I'm excited because I I'm not a big believer in the Vikings defense, so if if they had my money, I'm gonna keep on betting the Packers until the Vikings can prove me wrong in yeah, that game. That's, that's kind of how I feel. But <laughs> but in it, no, I think I think it, it obviously it's more interesting now without Devontae and a new staff for the Vikings. But I guess moving on from the team aspect of it. Like, do you have a do you have a player that you're circling this week, seeing how they'll bounce back, or maybe it's a rookie, how they'll Perform. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to count both of them as rookies because um, Travis Etienne has not played a snap of NFL That's true. football. That's true. Um, I was big on Etienne coming out of college. Um, so just the fact that he's had an entire year to um, recover pre- a torn Achilles. No, he broke his foot. I thought uh, he tore his Achilles. That was James Robinson. Um, but he, he's coming off this foot fracture and – presumably everyone's saying that he's uh, gotten a little bit stronger in the weight room, got a little bit, uh, got a little bit better with the uh, NFL offenses. So I'm, I'm really excited for him. And then we got Damian Pierce. Um, is everyone just said that he locked up the, uh, the starting spot for the Texans. Um, I'm like really interested in this Texans team. Um, not in that. I think that they will be, you know, any real good, but like they kind of got some pieces. Like I, I like I like Pierce. Yeah, everything I saw in the in the the preseason and training camp, like I'm excited to see what that actually looks like. So, um, well, yeah, they liked him so much they cut Marlon Max. So yeah, uh, they got to see something. Marlon Max, not they, awful. They kept Rex Burkhead. Hey, so, <laughs> experience means everything. Yeah, literally. Um, and so yeah, now I'm I'm really excited for that. And it and that's that's I guess that's the thing about NFL football. I will watch horrible teams play. Not just for the money, but because like you got all these pieces working, and so like oh, I always have fifteen different names that I'm circling. I wonder how they're going to perform this week. Yeah. So. Yeah, but one of those people for me, <coughs> excuse me, is probably the person everybody had the highest hope for in the world last year. That's T Law, definitely one of the best college prospects of all time coming in and leading the league or a share of lead leader in interceptions. Who was he tied with? Um, it wasn't Stafford, was it? I think it was Stafford. It was Stafford? Yeah. he Stafford, that's that's Stafford's MO. He's a, he's a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. So. Yo, okay. Yeah, tied with Stafford. Okay, obviously he had the worst coach in NFL history. Yeah. That's not even yeah. an he was, overstatement. Know, um, turning, you know, 21-year-old college girls into his <laughs> uh, doll for the night. Literally. <laughs> But kicking kickers. Now he has a Super Bowl winning coach, Doug Peterson, as his head coach, and I have a lot of expectations for him. So much so, he's my starting quarterback week one in fantasy football yeah. over Matthew Stafford. That's that's high praise, and I and I see it. Like I really do see it. Like I see it all with this Jaguars team. Okay, well, also it's Bills defense or Commanders defense without Chase Young. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's a that's a big like point too. Like it's. I think I think they might even still be the dogs in that game. 
Um, Jaguars are plus three. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what T Law ETN connection looks like. They brought in Christian Kirk, who's um, you know. Well, I actually uh, just traded for him in my Madden franchise. <laughs> so he. So, so you, sorry. Yeah, no, you're so you're you're all in on on him too. Yeah, virtually. I like Christian. He has a superstar development out of nowhere. Why does Christian Kirk? Why did he get superstar development? He's an 86 overall. Quit yeah. playing. I no, I I see it with T Law. I the, he has no excuses this year. This this will no. be his. Like and last, Evan Ingram, great yeah, tight end. Yeah, and and Christian Kirk presumably is going to be. You know, he had just under a thousand yards, and he was fighting for catches in a stacked Cardinals receiving room. So this this is a prove it year for T Law and I'm 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 with you. I'm with you. I, I wanna see it all. Me too and gosh I just can't wait to see Scott Scott Hansen's beautiful face telling us there's seven hours of commercial free football starting right now. Yeah and um that's typically we watch um red zone just because we we keep up with all of the games. But um I do know, like, sometimes, you know, obviously we'll, we'll tune into the actual games themselves. And I know there's been a lot of movement with all of the commentators. Um, so that'll, that'll be interesting. I, I didn't write that down here, but, like, that'll be interesting to see, like, see how the chemistries work out with the commentators. Yeah. I'm obviously just excited for Tony Romo predicting things. <laughs> Dude, he... That is He's a wizard. Of, he is... He might watch more film than most starting quarterbacks in the league. Definitely Kyler Murray. Yeah. Well, we're not. The new Call of Duty's not out yet. My fault. <laughs> my fault. My fault. But yeah, moving on to the other football. Um, we had a is, freaking busy first week yeah. of college football. Holy. Yeah. First, first real week. First, my fault. Yeah. Goodness, there were some <laughs> games, dude. Yeah. No. Uh, you starting with the swamp. Um, hook 'em, chomp, chomp, hook 'em, swamp, baby. Chomp, chomp, hook 'em, swamp. The freaking Florida Gators got it done with Utah. Um, in in the swamp, they they came out and they Anthony Richardson looked like uh, I'm I'll say like he's got that kind of play style of a, the prototypical Heisman QB. He did, he did. He has like a Cam Newton. Yeah, like except not as athletic, but yeah, but, but I know that what you style. Mean. Yeah, like he's gonna he's gonna throw for 180 yards. He's gonna run for like 120. Yeah, and he's gonna have like four total touchdowns, two rushing, two passing. Um, you know, he's obviously not Cam Newton, Vince Young, but like that style. Baker Mayfield had it. Kyler had it. Yeah, that's I think Johnny Manziel had it. It's the it's the meta right now. It uh, is. It is the meta. <laughs> but no, it was an awesome game. It all um, came down to a freaking last second pick too, which yeah. was. And um, I know people are gonna keep on fighting. Can't believe you're throwing it on the two yard line with. Okay, you had no timeouts and it was like nine seconds left. Yeah, sure, go for the win. Yeah, I mean that's like I I won't fault a coach that's got belief in his squad like that. You know, it's. But you throw it out of the freaking end zone before you. Yeah. yeah. Make a force pass it's, like that. It's the decision's not bad. The execution. Piss poor. Lot to be desired. Piss for, <laughs> but and then uh, another game that came yeah. down to the last second: FSU versus LSU. Literally, the last second. Yeah. A a last second blocked missed extra point, um, <laughs> combined with a missed field goal earlier in the game. Yep. Um, sounds like another game. Yeah, it, it sounds like another game that uh, that we may or may not have seen. Um, but I, I think this was like a big. This is a big tester week for Brian Kelly, and I do not think he passed. He didn't. He, I think the entire LSU fan base is turning against him. Um, I, I don't know if if any, anyone has watched the uh, the clips of his kind of post game presser about it, um, but he essentially just threw his players under the bus, um, saying that uh, with the player that fumbled. Uh, in the game that uh, he he did a great job of tricking the coaching staff into starting him uh, <laughs> and that they will uh, definitely fix that up next time. So yeah, not a good look. Um, I think as a coach, even if, even if, you know, you're, uh, you did, you had an awful first week, you can't, you can't do that to your guys. Throwing your players under the bus and yeah. stuff like, come on. Well, I mean, there's talk like there, LSU fans were immediately asking what his buyout was, which is, I mean, it's so big that they're not going to do it, but, you know, speaking of LSU, just also I saw this, but uh, Coach O did a. Um, What's he up to now? He did an interview today, and yep. he 
might be the chillest college football coach I've ever heard talking about him getting fired. Go Tigers. Yeah. He he was just he essentially said that uh yeah, he got called in and they said that they wanted to uh buy his contract out and he essentially said how much was left and where's the door. And <laughs> he got paid seventeen million dollars and he's just been uh he's just been chilling. He's just got no desire to like rush a, a comeback. Um he said if there's the right fit he'll come back but um, well, hey, it's looking like he can. He has an opening here soon. If yeah. we're gonna keep on playing like we did last week. Oh gosh, and that's and that's the game we were talking about earlier was NC State. They were our team of the week. Didn't look it was, to it at all. It was a for for us to be ranked 13 in the country uh, in the AP poll and then come out and need ECU to miss a field goal to win the game and an extra point. So it when I tell you guys that my hands were actually numb and I thought I was gonna throw up when that kicker walked onto the field because me and Grant were in the stands for that game in hostile territory and I'm I'm a guy who's pretty notorious for just running their mouth to anyone who will listen when I'm at sporting events to the other team so I just knew that I was gonna get so much crap for that probably my friends because of me too but we won. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's one it one and those, one of those, we, we left we left the game, and you're immediately more relieved. Like you're like, okay, we won. You know, like this was a horrible game. It would have been so much worse if we yeah, lost. Oh my dude. gosh! But we won. So that's Devin Leary needs to step up and get stepped up for this he's, week. He's, Charles he's our he is our step up get stepped up player of the week. <laughs> he is. He he needs to figure it out. the The vision wasn't there. And I'm still a big fan. I still think he's got a ton of talent, and he's got all the potential in the I world. think the moment just got to him yeah. a little bit. So think, slow it down, play Charleston Southern, beat the brakes off of them. Gosh, dude, Charleston Southern. Regroup. They, they gave up 50 points to Western Carolina. If we if we can't do anything against that, we are just throw this whole season down the toilet. Honestly. Then your boys, UTSA, Grant. Yeah, dude, it covered. was a freaking dogfight. Against but, Houston, and dude, but how demoralizing is that going to three overtimes with a ranked team falling short? Um, I mean, it definitely has to be. It had definitely has to be something. But you want to talk about like stuff to build on, though. I mean, like, I, I think Houston's good. I I really do. Um, and so you know, you have you have a home game. You lost some seniors from last year. Um. You had your best season to date, a lot of expectations, and you come up and you have such a dogfight with a really good ranked team. So I, I don't know. I I see bright few bright things for UTSA. What conference are they in? Um, they're in the. Um, I don't know if it's still the Western American Conference. I don't know. Um, but um, they're in the. Conference USA. Yeah, yeah. So they're in Conference USA. It, I don't know. I I could I could see a lot of a lot of really big things for UTSA. Uh, Frank Harris is still a beast. Um, I'm gonna be a UTSA guy for the rest of my life. But I, I really think that uh, like this this week showed that they might be one of those wagons, dude. Like teams, even though like even in weeks they might lose, I think they're gonna have a crazy record covering the spread. Fair. Just one of those wagons you just ride. Fair. Well, um, they better do it against Army. I don't know what the cover is for it's minus. Army. It was minus two. I don't know if it's moved at all. It might be two and a half. Okay. But um, I'm, I'm riding it. Ride it then. <laughs> then moving right along to our arch rivals, UNC, who had an absolute shoot-out. I think that, what was the final score? 63 to 61? Yeah. With no overtime? Over 120 points on the... There were three touchdowns scored in like it was like a it was like seconds. a mac it was a maction game. It literally was, dude. <laughs> and uh, that that game was at the same time as the state ECU game, so we're just watching this all on like the little live uh, peek-ins they show on the big screen. <laughs> um, well, dude, it turns out UNC actually doesn't have a defense, and they would have lost the game due to their defense if Chase Bryce or App State even put any loft on the ball at all while going for two. Yeah. Or if the guy had done anything other than just backpedaling, like if he had actually been running, like there was no, he he was turned. What do you want him to do? Turn completely back oh, around? Yeah, and start no, running I'm again? just saying. I'm saying either of them had to fix, but the connection was not there. So, Trust me, if I was completely by myself, I would. I promise you, I would stop my route and wait for the ball to be there. 
I want to just keep running to the back of the end zone. No point. But no, UNC, it, they kind of look good on offense. I'm not yeah, going to lie Drake, about that. Drake May, it seems like a good quarterback. And that was without, oh, what's his name? He's supposed to be a first-round pick, wide receiver. No. I, I don't know what you're talking about. But, um, yeah, I mean, UNC's offense is good. They We all had our questions with uh, with their defense, even in the first game with Florida A&M. Um, but the the fact that the fact that it just Josh was, Downs is his name. He's oh yeah, he was rounder. he was he was hurt, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I I don't know. I we'll see if they fix it at all. But that was like horrid. Um, and then the complete opposite of that <laughs> um, was Clemson with DJ. Um, as we mentioned on this on this podcast the other week. Um, we are not believers in DJ. He sucks. He he completely <laughs> held our opinion to a T this past. I mean, they love running these short screens or out routes. And dude, DJ couldn't even get the ball yeah. three yards down the field accurately. He he literally must have yips. That's what I'm chopping that to. There's no way you become this bad. Like you regress this much just I'm not gonna lie, in those intermediate route ranges, he actually looked kinda good fifteen, twenty yards down the field. Dude, anything short is. How yeah. are you? You're also throwing like bullets. Like, just get the ball to your freaking yeah. receiver. And Clemson has dudes. You know, like they got playmakers. They yeah. got Shipley, dude. Shipley looked good in that game against Georgia Tech. Um, but yeah, and then they bring in a uh, new kid on the block, Cade. Uh, was his dude, name? Dude, he looked freaking good. He. He was. I was seeing some other people talk about him today, and. Some person already said they see him as a NFL Hall of Famer. Okay. So I don't know if I don't know if I'm that far, but he he looks like a dog. And happy birthday, Imani Toomer. Happy birthday, Imani Toomer. We uh we were at a trivia um in in our local area, a little trivia at like a sports bar, and uh, one of the sports questions was who was the uh, catcher of the helmet catch. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a brief second we said your name, but then. We realized it was David Tyree. Quickly realized that you were not the helmet catch guy, but uh, we know we know your contributions to the Giants. So happy birthday! Hope Thank you're you. having a good one. Thank you, Monty Tumor. But yeah, Clemson. Honestly, if Cade plays, they could live up to that number five, number four, whatever they are now. But I think if DJ plays, dude. Yeah, DJ DJ plays for Clemson. They don't win the ACC. Cade plays for Clemson. They're a playoff team. I'll just I'm probably say that. Probably. Yeah. Uh, we probably have Indabada no hope at all if we play them with Cade. And also following the no offense train, um, Iowa and one of my favorite like storylines just in general uh, scored seven points, seven total points without scoring a touchdown. Um, it a took few... the most steps possible to get the right answer, dude. Yeah, I. They had two safeties and a, they had a field goal early in the game, um, and it was. The funnest thing to watch if you're interested in just awful football, um, their defense is really good. Dude, the fans were just booing when we were watching those replays of it. Yeah, just I mean, booing the entire time. They had like they had like that's nine, a Big Ten slugfest yeah, right there. That's what that is. Big Ten, and they play they play a rivalry game this week. Iowa State. Yeah. So dude, I don't, and Iowa State hadn't beaten Iowa in forever. So where do you where do you put your chips this week? I I don't know, dude. I I don't think I bet on it at all. It's it, the lines pretty are pretty close. I think Iowa's minus one ninety, which given that they're like the historic winner of this shows just how bad. But I think the over under is in like the forties. <sighs> I think you gotta hit the under. You gotta hit the under. You gotta you slam gotta, the under. You have to, dude. Speaking of unders, yeah. Bryce Turner, Mr. Rutgers himself, is now 9-0 and all-time in his Rutgers bets. Uh, hit the under 48 points last week against Boston College. Guys, what I tell you, if I put a bet on a Rutgers game, you do not fade he, ever. He is the wagon. I am the wagon. 9-0 and all-time starting back from on. last season. Unfortunately, this week, Rutgers might be playing the worst football team at any level in all of America. I mean, it, it's Wagner. Dude, the Wagner Seahawks, they are horrid. I, I didn't know how bad they were until uh, 
I tried to, we tried to do some research for my Rutgers pick this week, and Wagner, they might be blind. Like everyone might be blind there. They haven't had a more than one game winning seasons was 2018. Yeah, it's been like four years. Um, and there are absolutely no lines out on it in any of the major sports books. Yeah, no, it, the like the projected spread that I saw if it was offered was like minus 50 and a half for Rutgers. So it looks like I get a bye week. Yeah, even that's though absolutely I, a bye week. I don't really get one. Um, so that's that's kind of my Rutgers two cents for the day. But I'll update y'all next week on future Rutgers picks because yeah. you ride, you don't fade. <laughs> you just ride. Um, but big, we we have some pretty big games this week. A couple, well, yeah. Um, we got a ranked showdown with Tennessee and or number twenty four Tennessee and number seventeen Pitt. I think it's interesting that Tennessee's minus six points, but I really think that is like a prove it line to people, because there's just a lot of hope or hype around Tennessee, especially them traveling to Pittsburgh, who seems to maybe be a little bit overhyped. I think they so, are. I think they're a little overrated. I don't know yeah. if. So I think that minus six line is almost like a prove it line for Tennessee. Yeah. No, I mean, I like I like West Virginia. I think they have a decent team this year, but Pitt shouldn't have been in such a slugfest with them um in their in their game against them. So, you know, I I think Tennessee have they have everything to lose with this matchup because they're playing a higher ranked team, but you know, you're supposed to be better than them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this will be an interesting game to see. Um and then we got a a top ten Baylor at number nine playing BYU ranked twenty one in the nation at BYU, um, so I I I didn't know much about BYU's um, kind of atmosphere like how how it would be playing at BYU, but apparently the elevation there is pretty high. Um, it's around the same altitude as Denver. Um, they've got a big stadium, so this this could be ripe for an upset. Well, um, let me ask you this. BYU's a three-point favorite. How much of that do you think came from their being at home, 70,000 people, basically mile high? I I don't know. I mean, Because usually for NFL games, it's two points yeah. is, is the swing. So let's call it with the altitude an extra point. Yeah. So we're really saying that these, if these two teams games, met yeah. on a neutral site, it would be pick them. Like so, why in the world is Baylor number nine and BYU twenty one? Like, yeah, I do think BYU is probably a little like, like the ranking there is probably a little underrated. Um, they're probably a top. I'd put them right at fourteen, maybe like fourteen or fifteen in the nation. Okay. I think they're probably better than Utah. Maybe like if Utah and BYU played each other, I think it'd be about about even. So. I mean, I'm cheering for BYU to win. I think it'd be fun. For yeah. some reason, it's fun watching BYU. But yeah, win. It, it is weird that like the number nine team in the nation is a three point dog against twenty one. When um, we're one game into the season, yeah, it's not it's, like BYU's riding this insane win streak. Oh yeah, but yeah. that and that's the thing is like with with the ratings and I mean, it tr- they try and be as unbiased as they can, but there's there's some bias. There's some storyline to it. Vegas, there is no storyline. It is just money. Yeah. So wherever the money's at, the money and mo- goes. And money talks, too. Yeah. People so are not, it's going to be accurate. Yeah, people aren't putting money on storylines. They're putting money on who they think's going to win. Um, I put money on storylines. Yeah, I mean, that's... But, I mean, we're also putting it on... Uh, you know, we're also not... We're, we're hitting all our bets. So the that's people true. that are trying to make money, um, you know, trying to do it as a, as a day-to-day job, a side hustle... Um, they're, they're putting it on who they think will win. Um, then we got our team of the week matchup. What? That's team of the le- team of the week alert is the swamp chomp chomp hook chomp chomp hook 'em swamp. Very impressive last week, so they have to be our hook 'em team of the week. Yeah, and this is a this is a prove it game for Florida. Um, I, uh, I I watched a good bit of Florida last year, and it felt like the trend for them was a huge upset. Um, they immediately start partying. For like four days in a row, dude. There's nothing better than booze and Molly, <laughs> yeah, to get you through. And yeah, and I mean, to be fair, their their starting quarterback last year was a party animal, um, cancer to the locker room. Uh, so this will be a prove it. See if they like actually um, can stop the trend of just big upset party four days lose, big upset party four days lose. Um, so they, I mean, they play a, a ranked Kentucky team. Um, it should be. <laughs> It should be. It's at Kentucky. Was Kentucky ranked last last week? 
Um, I think so. Okay, because I know they played Miami, Ohio, and were struggling for a while. They ended up winning pretty good, but they can't come out that slow against Florida, or else they're gonna no punched in the freaking mouth. They, yeah. So I, I, I think I'm riding the Florida minus six. I um, think I could, I can get behind that too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always tough because these. It's kinda, not a high confidence pick. It's but. not. It's with these SEC games. I don't even know if this is technically a rivalry game. But it seems like SEC teams in general can just, you know, unless you're a Bama, um, the games end up being pretty close. So line at minus six is kind of, um, I mean, you're you're really hoping for a touchdown. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a one unit play for sure. I'm not yeah. touching anything else above that. But yeah, that's that's the that's the football for the f- football kind of breakdown of last week going into this week. Um, it's. We, our Saturdays and Sundays are yeah, not just football. Still, still feels like a fever dream that it's back, but gosh, I'm so excited. Big NBA update, though. Yeah, this is huge. I don't know if anyone else has seen it already, because you know we, we might be breaking. We news. might be breaking news. Uh, Bronny did a photo shoot at Ohio State. <laughs> it, it was. That's how you know, like nothing. hashtag not committed. Sorry, <laughs> I have to make that clear. Yeah, no, it's he's not committed. But he is. And LeBron made that known too on his story. He also put hashtag not committed. I I want to find I want to see if there's betting lines on where he'll go because Hammer Ohio it, State. It's, it is like It has to be. If it's not Ohio State, I promise you you can you can knock down my door in the middle of the night and stab me in the chest. <laughs> I yeah. will bet my soul. Bron Bron does so much stuff with Ohio State for Bronny not to go there. And like if you had any doubt, I, th- I think the only other place I could even possibly see him going would be, like, Kentucky. I would say Duke, too. Yeah, but, like, with Duke, Coach K's gone. So, like, yeah. so I don't even know if kind of the name of Duke kind of means the same anymore. Um, I, I don't see him going. If you think Bronny would go to Michael Jordan's school, you're, at, you're yeah, off your rocker. That's, that's not happening. It's no. So, but, yeah, that's it. We're... We're completely joking. Nothing's going on in the NBA. Bronny is taking a picture with Ohio State is the biggest news in the NBA right now. Yep. No but, trades. But how does that affect LeBron's legacy? We don't have to answer that because yeah. everything does in some yeah. way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we got we got UFC this week. Yes. It's it's it's, uh, it's a good card. Um, it is. It's entertainment. It's, it has high entertainment value. Yeah. Not Big like names. huge, not huge like, names, no title fights. Um, I think there's some big names, dude. What are you talking well, yeah, well, about? I'm talking about the like the prelims have no like oh, the, the yeah. name value for like the prelim fighters. Even, yeah. Like we were watching UFC embedded earlier today, and like they had a a, a fighter walking through talking about this was her biggest fighter of her career. Never, She's on the main card. Never heard of her. But as we're skipping over that fight yeah. in our in our in our run through. We got the whole main card except the girl fight because. Yeah, okay, I'm going to be, I'm not sexist, but who cares about women fights unless it's Amanda Nunes or Rose Namajunas? I'll throw in Shevchenko. Shevchenko, okay. Yeah, Fair. but yeah, like, you have to be, like, a pretty high up. Or Brian Ortega's girlfriend. That's true. That's true. For reasons. Yeah. We're Brian Ortega guys. We mm-hmm. cheer for his family. That's yeah, the only reason. That's the only reason. Uh, uh, first fight on the main card is Johnny Walker. Vis- How do you say that dude's name? Aeon? Uh, it's, uh... Eon? It's, like, Eon... Kutalaba, yeah, Kutalaba. Um, where Johnny Walker is the dog, but we're we, riding Johnny we, Walker. We are a Johnny Walker household. <laughs> He's um, so entertaining. He dude. had maybe one of the weirdest knockouts. Like he got knocked out. Um, it's it's definitely top five. He just kind of flailed. <laughs> he was like a fish out of water, dude. It was weird. Um, but yeah, I think I think he comes back and uh, and improves on on that showing well dude every single time that he fights he talks about how he's not going to be out of control how he's going to be methodical and then he comes out jumping 360 knee <laughs> dude i think he was the one who did the uh front flip kick on a down guy no that wasn't him that was no okay they're, they're like potato potato it yeah. seems like but but he he is the guy who um he celebrated a win and saluted and went to go do the worm and then dislocated his shoulder. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, no, we're we're rolling with Johnny Walker. Um, it's plus one eighty five at the time we're we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. I I could see it moving up. Kulov is a good fighter, um, but I can't remember if he was definitely one of the guys involved in like 
um it was like a presser like they're taking like photos for the presser um and i can't remember if he was the guy who got pushed i think i think he was he's like the guy who got pushed by like dustin jacoby and his like entire collarbone shattered in half <laughs> so that's all i remember him from um but yeah we're rolling with him and then kevin holland big mouth is fighting d rod daniel rodriguez i don't actually know if that's his nickname but it should be that's why yeah d rod is sweet but um d rod is the dog in it um I mean, I, I think it should be a pretty close fight. Dude, yeah, I'm not touching this fight with a 10-foot pole. I, I, D-Rod's got some boxing. He, he can box. And, but um, I've never seen him on the ground before. No. And, and Kevin I've Holland, seen Kevin Holland on the ground. He's pretty good. Yeah, Kevin Holland, uh, he can win fights from his back. He can submit you. He's got the BJJ to uh, to be really effective. Um, and he, he talks his shit. You know, he, he does. He So... I don't know. I think the odds for this could honestly be a pick 'em, but it's uh, that's just gonna be so fun. If you watch. believe in value, then I guess go with D Rod. But yeah. I don't know what to think about it. Um, and then we have uh, Mister L- Leegy Lang. <laughs> Mister the Leech is fighting Tony Ferguson. Ferguson coming off his uh, soccer kick. Four him. months. <laughs> it's only been four months, dude. He got. And he got sent to another dimension. He got. If his head was a soccer ball and someone and like Michael Chandler, it, he would have sent that ball to the moon with the kick he put on Tony Ferguson. Um, the fact that he's just already back, he's fighting before Michael Chandler's fighting. Really? Since that fight, that's it's a, it's a, uh, it's it's like I don't know what to to expect with um, how Tony will look at one seventy. But uh he's fourteen and one all time, Walter Wake. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Um I think I think we're we're all riding Tony. Um he looked good against Michael Chandler. Um before he got freaking he got his face violated. Um but the leech, you know, he's got knockout power at one seventy. Oh, crazy knockout power. Yeah. I mean I wanna say he's like third all time for welterweight knockouts. Um, it's like some weird, crazy stat like that. Um, but he's a huge favorite. So Tony at plus 260, um, looks like the value pick because Tony, no, no fight of Tony's looks like it should. It's always weird. Um, so that's, that one's going to be a great, just in terms of. I'm excited. I think that's the fight I'm most excited for because the next fight, Nate Diaz versus Comshot, that's just going to be. Yeah, you gotta. You can't count out Nate Diaz, dude. Nate Diaz is gonna get. It's gonna I, be I kill everybody. I get. I'm the champion. Yeah, no. Hamza is a. He's a marauder. Uh, he's gonna come out and just. You know, I think he's gonna throw Nate around. Um, there's a lot of talk that Nate doesn't even care. Yeah, they're saying that Nate literally might just wait for the bell and then Nick will throw the towel. Um, could you imagine dude yeah dude and then just double fus to to dana walk off that would be awesome actually <laughs> so i mean he's he's come out and said that his biggest thing for this fight is just getting out of his contract they said that he he, he did hire a nutritionist yeah okay um but he said he hasn't been training did he really he he said like he ha- like he's been training but he's not like he's not going through a camp yeah he's, he's just like i'm gonna go out there and like he said, "If you reel, you don't have to." So <laughs> he didn't get killed. He's yeah. I mean, even in his Leon fight where he caught Leon with a with a nice shot at the end, so just um, pointed at him, flipped pointed him off. at him, flipped him off, said he won the fight, didn't win the fight. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's. I mean, it's gonna be fun. It's that. That's just this card is fun. Doesn't um, necessarily mean a lot for uh, title purposes. Um, I don't think. I don't think Hamzat's any closer to a title with this win. Um, but Nate Nate has everything to win if he wins. Yeah. He will get a title shot if he beats yeah. um Hamzat. So, you know, that's 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 kinda our kinda how we see it wrapping up. The undercard, like the prelims, early prelims, don't really have much. Um so yeah, tune in. UFC two seventy nine, it's gonna be good. Um golf, uh all is calm. On the Western Front for that, uh, literally the the season ended for the PGA um, with the last with Rory's last win, 
uh com smith com officially on live he's been playing live golf um he's been hitting some crazy shots he bended that's not a word he bent, bent. <laughs> <laughs> he bent his uh his golf club into a tree on one shot for live and put it within like 10 feet um so yeah that's pretty much it i think they announced stuff for the president's cup but um not talking about it um mlb's been getting hot aaron judge is still hitting dingers you get 54 now uh i think he might be higher than that now 55 uh, yeah um i'll look at the home run tracker but uh yeah he's at 55 right now um so he 60 him just if he even gets to 60 and even if he doesn't break the um record it's going to be amazing but his triple crown run he's is, gonna win the cy young yeah that's the only award i know i know it's for pitchers <laughs> but it's the only one i know um yeah, he's he's having a crazy year. Braves Mets um are in a struggle right now for the N, for the NL East. I I told you all like what was that like 3 weeks ago, 4 weeks ago, Braves were like 7 games out. And now they've come all the way to the top of it. So, it's going to be do what? They're winning it? Um I said that I said that I I could I would see them winning. Um okay. so it is they're tied right now for the NL East. The Mets are, they've dropped one of the Pirates. I think they won both their games yesterday, but um, it's tied. It's going to be a war, and that's about all i got to say for baseball. Everything else is about the same. Um, uh, soccer? Liverpool. Liverpool! Liverpool got killed. That was in the Champions League. Um, speaking of English things, uh, rest in peace to the Queen. Rest in peace. Um, just in Tease case, in peace. yeah. Just in case you haven't been on social media and seen the millions upon millions of posts about it, um, she passed away. Uh, one of our good friends is a. Uh, I'm going to say he's our local English uh, fanatic, English royalty expert fanatic. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, she passed away. Uh, Bryce was telling me that they're. Have been rumors that the EPL is going to shut down for a week. Yep. Um, Still don't know if those are confirmed, but speculation. Yeah. Not for me. I don't know anything <laughs> about that. That's that's just. I'm the... definitely don't have connections in the English government. Yeah. Definitely he, not. He, you watch Peaky Blinders, and now you do, you got political uh, political power. Oh, I'm mad, Mike. I don't know if shall be done. But yeah, no Liverpool in the Champions League got killed. Um, it's it really put a damper on my day. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Cry. It honestly, I uh, I was I watched it in the middle of studying for some classes, and I just turned it off after they after they they were down three zero. I just turned it off. Um, but yeah, that's soccer in a nutshell. Um, I'll definitely there's there's definitely some things brewing, but that's about all. That's uh, super important right now. Um, no interviews this week. We're still we're still putting some on the slate mm-hmm. so uh definitely definitely put that in the back of your mind um uh, we got they some, will be coming we yeah. have commits uh, we have commits we're just we're figuring out some scheduling stuff but um bryce that is your trivia question of the week so nfl season is right on the tip of our fingers um and do you know what the rarest outcome of any football game is like score wise? No, like the result end result of the game. There's a winner, there's a loser, but sometimes there's not. Okay, a tie. A tie. Yeah. Yeah. What team has the most ties in NFL history and how many ties do they have? I'm going with either the Lions or the Cardinals, but I'm not sure which one I want to go with. I'm gonna say the Cardinals, because they're pretty old. So are the Lions, but I'll go Cardinals with Three. So, the Cardinals were second. Okay. With 41. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy dog, dude. <laughs> and the Bears are first with 42. So, you are very close with the team, but not, not Gosh, really. So well, you got to think a couple years ago the Eagles had two in a season. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess I just... I I and and back yeah, in the NFL no, no passing just and they didn't have overtime <laughs> oh, so dude, I forgot they used to not that, that's I always thought ties. they had overtime it was just that's, ties that's wild but now time to end the week in a way we love to giving you guys some free money because we're gonna make some free money yeah it just hits I'm gonna do a speed run of my picks 
And this is the lines that I got it at, just keep in mind. So some of them are better, some of them are worse. Um, Old Dominion facing ECU. I have Old Dominion plus 14. I think ECU is getting very overhyped because of their performance against NC State, where we sucked. Literally played the worst football I've ever seen the team play. Yeah, and, and, and I guess we should also say ECU, like we had we had a um we had a fumble at the goal line. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's that's a seven point swing we lost on. And we had a um turnover on downs on the yeah, goal line. Turnover on downs where we the refs kind of gave them extra shots at stopping us. Uh, but we'll, we're not going to get into that. So, and Old Dominion looked good. They did, exactly. They they beat Virginia Tech, who, yeah, they're not a great ACC team, but they're still a decent team. Yeah. Better than a lot of these non-Power 5 schools are facing. Um, so, yeah, give me Old Dominion plus 14 there. It's down to 12.5 now, so I um, obviously love the two-touchdown cushion. Um, next is the Cleveland Browns versus the Panthers. I, had, I got the Browns at plus two. Jacoby Brissett. Um, a couple years ago, went five and two as the Colts starter. He didn't play that great in Miami last year, but yeah, and um, before that, he played. He played, played well good for the Patriots. Patriots yeah. yeah, so he's a proven backup quarterback versus the Panthers. Yeah, Chris McCaffrey's healthy. Yeah, the Panthers did start four and one with Chris or five and one with Chris McCaffrey in last year before he got hurt with Sam Darnold at quarterback. And that defense, J.C. Horn's great. Brian Burns. Brian Burns, so they're good. I just don't think I just don't think the Panthers are gonna be able to put it together. The the Bronze will run it down your throat. They don't even need a quarterback. They yeah. could have me out there just <laughs> either pitching or handing off the ball to Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt over and over again. And then they got studs like Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward on defense. Like DJ Moore's gonna get locked up. Yeah. Simple. I no, I, I, I'm I'm here with you. The Browns, um I mean I'm I'm a Nick Chubb fantasy owner. Um, so I think, I think this type of game is the exact type of just run the freaking ball Browns. It is. So it's really going to take all the chances away for the Panthers to try and, um, you know, if they're, if they're going to try and incorporate kind of a pass heavy, uh, game plan. And if they run a lot, I mean, it's gonna, it's going to end up being like a, a close one score game. Um, so I, I think you definitely take the points with the Browns, um, I think that line has moved now. It's even. It's even. So um, Vegas has obviously seen the seen something in the bronze. Um, so I think that's a great pick. Yeah. And then my last pick I have is UNC at Georgia State. I have UNC minus 7.5. And, and right now it's still at 7.5, but it's plus money. So that makes me think that's going to move to 7 any second. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, keep keep an eye on that. You might be able to get seven and a great price at seven. Yeah, um, um, but I I think this this one in terms of like, in terms of showing what UNC will be for the rest of the year. Like I think this they've played three, um, yeah, like Florida Florida A and M. It's not it's not great, but they sh- their defense struggled against them. App State is a good team. Yeah, Georgia State is. I mean, they're not. They're like they're pretty good. They're like, also returning seventeen starters from last yeah, year. Yeah, so it's that game. It's uh, it, it's it gives me some some wariness, but uh, yeah. I mean, I definitely. I think more often than not, UNC will cover that. Yeah, but one thing that just concerns me is Georgia State loves to run the ball. Yeah, so it's going to be a keep away from UNC. Yeah, UNC will probably drive down the field score. But they're just gonna yeah. How many possessions? Will yeah, they have? yeah. And if they mess up on one of them, are they done? Like what? So that is a question mark. But I like it enough to I think lay the seven and a half. No, oh, yeah, no. I'll, I'll pass the torch to you for your picks. <laughs> I of the week. see it. Yeah, um, yeah. My wagon UTSA. Um, I'm not taking. I'm not taking the spread on this one. I'm going uh, with with the straight pick. They are minus one forty five against Army. The one of the few triple option teams still left in college football. They are a dying breed. Um, and I think, I think UST, UTSA is, uh, they're disciplined enough to, they'll beat that. Um, Army lost to Coastal Carolina last weekend. Um, Coastal's a good team. Um, I think they even had some time as a ranked team last year. 
Um, yeah, and very ranked the year before that. Yeah, so, but I, I don't see it with Army. It's only two points. Army is plus two. Um, but I I don't know. I, I see UTSA going and just they're just going to get it done. I don't know if they win by one or if they win by 12, but I just I see it happening. Um, conversely, the team UTSA played last week are dogs against Texas Tech. Houston, still ranked, um, are, are dogs against Texas Tech. Uh, they're plus 125. Uh, I, I don't even think you take the spread. I think you just take the... You take the line. I think they win. Um, Texas Tech is their quarterback's going to be out for guaranteed two weeks. Um, so you give me give me a ranked Houston team um, against I'm, against Texas Tech without their QB. My personal bias wants Texas Tech to win this game. Yeah, it would look better for State. Yeah. When we play Texas Tech for next weekend. Yeah. Um, but I money wise, I I see Houston as as the money. I so I'm I'm hitting it. Um, and then my last one is a, uh, ACC school in Wake Forest against Vanderbilt. Uh, Wake is getting back their quarterback, Sam Hartman, um, who was great for them last year. Um, I don't know if he's playing for this game or even what the heck happened with him. They're still being very, uh, secretive about his kind of injury designation and all that, all that good stuff. He's but, cleared to play, had a blood clot. That's all we know. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, they're minus four seventy, but I think I think they're a lot against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt yeah. just kind of less than mid. I'm gonna say they're they're bad, bottom tier, bad mid, bottom tier power five. Yeah, but it's a great place to start off the parlay that's never lost. Yeah, we we have never lost. Uh, last week didn't count. Mm-mm. So because NC State game was too close. Yeah, exactly. It gave us a little bit of nerves. We knew it was gonna happen. Okay, yeah. we, we can we, shake it off. We can jitters. come back this week. Just our fault. Our yeah, fault. Have some jitters, dude. So yeah, parlays never lost. Um, this is the real week, and it's guaranteed to win. Yep. So week one, baby. Ride the wagon. We got Wake minus four seventy. Already talked about that. UTSA already talked about them minus one forty five money line. Northwestern just battle the nerds. Northwestern versus Duke. Uh, Duke sucks. Northwestern looked great. Yeah. Against Nebraska, who also probably sucks, but minus three sixty five. And then we have the Ravens going against the Joe Flacco Jets at minus 340. Add all that up, you get plus 238. It's a lock. Don't even think about it. Don't even don't yeah. even think twice and just and hit the button and, and, and place and place the money. Yeah. Step up. And step on up. Step baby. on up. That's 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 the lock parlay. Um and that's 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 a wrap on this week. I mean it's it's uh we got another good Juicy week of sports coming up. And oh, yeah. We can't wait for it. Yep. Everybody make a lot of money and have fun doing it. See ya.